Jacob Young is from, you will definitely know him. He's in our living rooms on Network 10, uh, weekdays at 4.30pm on The Bold and the Beautiful. And uh, he's one to watch on the country scene. He plays the role of Rick Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. I've got him on the phone this morning. Good morning, <laughs> Jacob. Good morning to you. There he is. Good, mate. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, this is really cool. (laughs) Thank you. How's everything this morning? Fabulous, fabulous. Very good. Yes. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. I can't complain. Life is good. That's great, Jacob. You know, I've been uh, following your work for a little while and you've been backwards and forwards on a, on a couple of soaps. You've done All My Children, General Hospital, and you've gone back to where it all started for you, back to the bold and the beautiful. Screening in nearly, I think it's 113 countries, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 35 million viewers daily as well. And winner of a, a Daytime Emmy back in 2002, and you've had a ton of nominations as well, which is extraordinary. We love the bold and the beautiful here in Australia. We've got a bit of a love affair with you guys. Tell us about your time. <laughs> Tell us about your time on the show. Uh, well, you know, I mean, you know, I have made, you're right, I have made my rounds. I have been uh, jumping around for a long time doing different shows and whatnot, but bold and the beautiful um, was the first show, you know, of course, and I'd always felt um, if there was an opportunity to come back and play Rick again, that would have been a dream come true. And so, um, so back back playing Rick, having a great time. Uh, you know, Rick can be a bit of a. Uh, I like to kind of call him. Uh, he's a bit of like a like a, a bulldog, you know. Of <laughs> a character because he's you know he's always fine for that CEO position. He's always trying to prove himself, and he's always willing to speak his mind and uh, that's something that I really love about him. He does. I love it. And you know one of the best things, Jacob, is that uh, your character Rick is playing alongside a couple of my favourite characters on the show as well. Uh, John Cook, who plays Eric Forrester, and uh, Catherine Kelly Lang, playing the role of Brooke. What's it like playing their love child? <laughs> well, it's... Uh, I mean, first of all, you know, if anybody knows them personally, you know that they are amazing people. Uh, they are absolutely genuine. Like, you can't help but just fall in love with Catherine Kelly Lang the moment you meet her. Not because she's just stunning to begin with, but she is just such a kind-hearted, open person. And of course, John has all those same attributes, but he's like the funniest guy you've ever met in your life. So we have just like, you know, it's, it's every moment in between serious takes is, is, is a joke. And so we're literally cracking each other up until, until they count us down and we start the scene. <laughs> It's so cool. You know, Jacob, they've uh, got a couple of episodes. We're still behind you guys in the US, so we don't want to give too much away, but our current episodes in Australia, only just airing yesterday, was the families putting things aside, like putting all their differences aside because Thanksgiving is coming up, but um, Steffi's kind of being a little bit cheeky with Bill Spencer, so after the, you know, the collapse of Spectra fashion, so it's all happening here in Australia at the moment. Lots of great storylines, but I want to ask you there was a really wonderful storyline that the show embraced about Maya and that uh, transgender role which is a you know a first but uh, Australia has just recently uh, legalized same-sex marriages for couples here in Australia finally 
just tell us about what that storyline. Finally, tell us what it was like, you know, bringing that storyline into people's living rooms and uh, what that message means to you. And obviously now for the people of Australia who can actually go out and marry the one they love. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, everybody, everybody wants to be able to tell to tell a story that is poignant and that matters and that means something and that can make a difference. My fear was that that if it was some backlash that they might not be so keen on wanting to continue to tell the story. So my biggest concern was, I said, if we're going to do this, we got to go all the way with this, and we got to be truthful, and we got to tell this story. And, and so I felt so empowered by the idea that they trusted me enough that, that I could tell this story. And, um, and I can't tell you the outpouring from people and the stories that, that people have told me and how it's changed their lives and how they have been able to come forward with their parents or their family members because of this storyline. And, of course, working with the talented Carla Mosley, who plays Maya Avant, uh, you know, it made the whole thing that much easier. Uh, we just, we put everything we could into it, and, you know, I, I'm just I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled that I was, again, trusted me to, to tell such an important story. And it's, it's great to actually hear, you know, we've got the, the team of writers, the crew, and the cast of The Bold and the Beautiful doing amazing work, and, uh, you know, putting a story like this to air is uh, fantastic and it's very it's very now and it's very contemporary and it's uh, one of those big big uh, talking topics and it's great that the bold and the beautiful have uh, embraced that for their fans as well so uh, well done to the team but um, I have to say how great the team is because I have experienced that firsthand back in uh, 2016 I spent a bit of time in Malibu uh, and also on, in the studio and I just know how hard you guys work and uh, how big the program is around the world but also the great effort everybody, the team, the crew and the cast all put in, so uh, job well done and congratulations as well, Jacob Thank you, you know what the great thing is and then you can you can obviously uh, relate to this is even though we put all that hard work in and all that time and effort it doesn't feel like work it feels it feels like home, it feels easy, even though it's hard, but it feels like, you know, the, the time flies by because Everybody we work with cares so much about each other and cares so much about the kind of work we're doing that it really, it, it, it's really not like a job. But don't go telling anybody I said that because then everybody else will want to have my job. <laughs> they can't have it. They can't have it. Obviously, they haven't come up against uh, Rick Forrester in uh, that Forrester Creations boardroom. Now, I've got... Uh... Well, they already have. Then they would... <laughs> now, I want to I ask you about your uh, music because when did you actually start out in music? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I've always been a musician, whether I knew it or not. I mean, when I was young, I was playing. Well, at five years old, I, my dad put a harmonica in my hand. And by the time I was six or seven, I think I was playing about 50 different songs on the harmonica. Wow. So... That, I mean, the bug was always there, and then the next thing I know, I was picking up a guitar, and I started picking on that, and I just always wrote music. I always wrote music my whole life, whether or not it was for myself or 
to maybe, you know, swoon a possible fiancé who is now my wife. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it was always there. 2001, I, I, I decided to take a, a shot. I really kind of go after it, and I was signed under a record label, Artemis Records, which was Daniel Glass and Danny Goldberg, who were responsible for so many great acts, including the Eagles and 311 and the Cardigans and... Jeff Buckley and just, I mean, endless. And uh, I worked with a great, great team, great producers. I worked with some great writers to put this together, that, that, that album together. And it came out on 9-11, on September 11th, you know, of uh, 2001. Yeah. And um, it was... Uh, like, like anything, like any anybody's efforts, whether it was film, television, I mean, they were pulling things off of TV because they're like, wow, this is this will be too close to home for a lot of people. So it was just one of those things that kind of got swept up under the you know under the carpet and it was left alone and all that hard work those years, obviously for you know for good reason, just you know it went away. So I I shied away. I shied away from telling my stories to everybody. But I never stopped writing. Yeah. And finally, my wife, which I have to give 100% of the credit to, she one day just said, you know, stop writing and asking me what you think of this. Show everybody else. Show them how, what you do and show them what you love to do and how, you know, she, she believes in me more than anyone. So, so I started uh, slowly going back and forth to Nashville. And and, uh, and and taking my time and being really picky about the songs I had written over the years and making adjustments and bouncing them off other really, really well-known writers in the Nashville world. And country music has always been my heart. It's always where it's been. I grew up on a 300-acre cow ranch. <laughs> I rodeoed as a young, a young lad, you know, riding bulls with my brother, secretly yeah. on the weekends, hiding bruises from my father, <laughs> but with a pocket full of... you look wonderful tonight 
you know, Angolia, that's, you know, uh, Eric Clapton. And, yeah. you know, on and on and on. You, if you listen closely to the song, you realize, oh, man, that, that is that song. So, so, but the, the idea is that we're better than all those love songs. We are the love song. We so sure it was, are. Uh, it was a really fun song. To, <laughs> and I've it was got a fun a, song to write. I have to say, I've got I owe it to your to your lovely wife as well. Thank goodness you came back and you actually did what you love doing, and you're doing your music work as well. And um, I have to say, country music actually really suits you, Jacob, because um, as I mentioned, this song is is extraordinary. And I'd love to know what's in the pipeline after Better Than A Love Song. What's coming up after that as well? Have you got some more new music to tease us with? Well, I, I sure do. I've got 11 songs that I've, I've written um, and one just is, is better than the next one. Uh, the, uh, the next single to come out is it's called Fool For You. And all these songs are, you know, like Better Than A Love Song, Fool For You. Another one that's going to come out called Loving It. It's, it, it's all in, in been inspired by my wife. Um, she's been my biggest inspiration. So therefore, you know, it was they were easy songs to write about. Um, but <laughs> Fool For You is it's, just, it's one of those songs, in my opinion, that you could just listen to over and over again and never get tired of it. It's just... It's just, it's the, the simplisticness of it is what makes it so easy to listen to. It's not overcomplicated. It's not trying to be something too clever. And I, I truly feel that when the audience hears the second song, it's, in my opinion, it, they're going to, it'll solidify the, what I'm doing and what they'll understand that, you know, I'm here to stay and I'm not, I'm not moving from this. This will always be in my life now and I will always continue to write and my catalog will continue to grow. But, uh, so it'll be the next single and then we're going to release, uh, American Way, which I wrote, which I've, I've been teasing for a while, but yeah. had never mastered it, never finished, never completely finished it. Yeah. That's another song to come out. And then we're going to go ahead and drop the album. Wow. So look for the full album by summertime um, the next song will be out I would imagine Fool For You would probably be so another 12 weeks uh, probably, probably about 45 days we'll, we'll probably put out the second single Fool For You okay well we'll wait and, for that um, we will definitely can't wait for that one uh, Jacob but <laughs> This, this new you. single is a, a bit of an Australian premiere as well, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it's the very first time. I mean, I mean, in fact, I mean, other than it being on digital, all the digital outlets and radio, you guys are the first ones to spin it in the world. Oh wow! Okay, and, uh, all right. All right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's. Uh, I'm so. I feel like I said it. Feel so honored and. Uh, um, and I'm so thankful that uh, you, that you, that you, you like it, and I, I, my, my feeling is, and I hope that everybody else feels the same exact way. Now I'm going to ask you because this is very important, Jacob. Now the cast and crew have this big love affair. The Bold and the Beautiful have occasionally popped down to Australia. They were recently in Sydney filming some episodes there. Do you plan to tour at all and maybe visit the land down under with your music? I plan on... I absolutely, absolutely plan on coming uh, to Australia and touring. I'm hoping... It would be a dream come true for me. I've never been there. I know that other castmates have been there several times. I know Cassie Kelly Lang is down there all the time. Um, and I, I just feel like I'm missing out on so much. So uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that within you know this year, 
I'll be coming down. I'll be coming down under oh, and be boy. making sure that we'll uh, I'll put put some shows on and then uh, do some live performances. Well, that would be extraordinary. You'll have to make sure you uh, pop into the studio here. If you're in Melbourne, we'd love to hang out together and spin some country music, Jacob. Yes, I'd love that. Now you're playing a couple of shows in New York City as well in April because our Twitter timeline has gone a bit crazy this morning, and we've got some listeners overseas. Uh, New York City in April. You're playing a couple of events. Tell us about them. Yeah, so some of them are more... I mean, well, the, the whole series is a singer-songwriter series. Now, you guys are... I'm sure you're familiar with the show The Young and the Restless. Oh, absolutely. We should uh, which, Yeah. So Scott Reeves, who's been a close friend of mine, and who's also a very well-accomplished country-western singer, um, he contacted me... We've been friends for a long time, and he knew how much work I've been putting into the music. And he's like, "Hey, man, are you maybe just doing some stuff to, to kind of in you know informal singer songwriter storytelling shows?" And I said, "Yeah, why not? That sounds great. I'd love to tell people about how I come up with the inspiration for these yeah. songs." So we are we are playing several shows on the East Coast and in the New York area. We just announced yesterday that we're going to be playing at the famous Fine Scenes 54 Below, which is the famous Studio 54 nightclub, if anybody remembers, from the movies. They have a a great supper club down below, and they they have great performance and great acts, so we're going to be doing that show. Um, and then I'm doing a very private show at the the, the, the Friars Club. So, so you know what the Friars are. They used to do all the roasts over the years for the comedians. Um, Jerry Lewis, who was a dear friend of mine who passed away this last year, was the abbot of the Friars, and he um, he basically he petitioned to get me in as a friar, and now I feel a part of the family. And, and so they asked me if, if it'd be okay well, since I was in New York to do a private show for all the private friar members that yeah. would uh, like to show up too for that. So I'm going to be doing that show. I've got a show coming up in Memphis, Tennessee. And I've got one in Mississippi coming up after that. And then there's a whole slew of casinos and different showrooms I'm going to be playing in the, the months to come. Just to get my, you know, just to get out there and and just 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 to keep playing to to, to do what I love. Fantastic! That sounds like uh, like an amazing opportunity as well. And uh, living out of a, a suitcase, I think, Jacob, <laughs> it'd be a bit of a busy time for you. <laughs> but uh, the, the fact that uh, country music coming to Manhattan, how awesome is that? Well, you know, you know, it's funny, you know, you know, I, you know, you think about that. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, you think about urban cowboy. You go way back, and you say, oh, yeah, you know, country was when country was cool, right? Well, you know, I think, you know, you know, country obviously has never gone away, um, but but country's coolness has has really has has come back in a big way, including they've opened a new venue in Midtown Manhattan called City Opry, which is owned by the Grand Old Opry. And they're they're bringing they're bringing country music right to Midtown Manhattan in a big way now. So it's uh, I don't know, man. You know they can try to they can try to put it you know push it away, but it just keeps on coming back and it comes back stronger. And I mean artists like of course you guys' very own Keith Urban, yeah. huge inspiration of mine. And and just you know I think it's uh you know country music is uh it's just gonna keep taking a, a new identity every few years and, and thank God there's enough people that 
you know, are, are, are behind it. Well, Jacob, you've got a fan in me, that's definitely for sure, and a uh, big supporter of your work, not only on the music scene, but also on the Bold and the Beautiful. So a very big thank you to you for joining me here from Melbourne in Australia today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I mean, the pleasure has been all mine, and thank you so much. I can't, can't wait to meet you in person. Well, this is fantastic. Looking forward to that one now. It's, just let me know if there's anything else that we uh, need to add to this. But, folks, if you want to keep in touch with uh, Jacob, go and say hi on the Twitter, because Twitter's gone a bit crazy, Jacob. Jacob underscore W underscore Young on uh, Twitter and on Instagram and official Jacob Young on Facebook. Have I got that one right? Uh, you, you, you know it better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, 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 that is correct. That's, that's, I think that's all of them. And to the people around the world this morning and also uh, all those guys driving to work in their cars in Melbourne this morning, uh, uh, check out Jacob Young's brand-new single, Better Than A Love Song. It is out now, and you can grab a copy. It's on all streamers. I've grabbed my copy off Apple Music and uh, iTunes, but you can grab it off Spotify as well. Where else can they get a copy from, Jacob? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Amazon, Google Play. I mean, you can catch it on YouTube. I mean, anywhere and everywhere you can digitally download or stream music. Um, Amazon, you can get, when the album, when I, when I do release the full album, you'll be able to purchase that there. I also have some novelty vinyl versions of it as well that will be out. Fantastic. Well, we're looking forward to your next line of work as well. And um, most importantly, folks, The Bold and the Beautiful back on air tonight from Network 10, uh, weekdays at 4.30 p.m. It rates its butt off. It's a big program leading into our news bulletins at 5 o'clock. So they love The Bold and the Beautiful here in Australia. Premiered in 19. 19- 87, winner of the 73 Daytime Emmy Awards and uh, producing big superstars like Jacob Young. I've got on the phone. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we love Australians. Thank you so much. All right. I'm going to play the brand new single this morning, Better Than a Love Song. Did you want to introduce it for all of our listeners today? Yeah, sure. sure absolutely. Hey, everybody. This, this, is, this is Jacob Young. You may know me as Rick Forrester on The Bold and Beautiful, but this is my new single. This is Better Than a Love Song. And it is better than love songs, so please enjoy it. Please let me know what you think. Thanks, Jacob. I can tell you. Thank you. You look wonderful tonight. Go on and on about the love light in your eyes. I could take your hand and ask, how do I live without you? I could find a million rhythm and rhymes, but the lines they just won't do.
Sunday morning 